Beyond the Pixels. Hello, my name is Nick Calandra, and I'm the editor-in-chief of The Escapist. I'm excited to share with you the first episode of my brand new podcast show called Beyond the Pixels. This show will be focused on interviews with interesting people from all around the games industry, sharing their stories, insights, and just chit-chatting about video games. I've been covering video games for over a decade, having started a gaming news website called Only Single Player, and later created a video game documentary channel called Gamumentary. I know, not that creative of a name. The very first episode of Beyond the Pixels features an interview with Jesper Kidd, a world-renowned composer who has worked on many key franchises including Hitman, Borderlands, Darksiders, and of course, Assassin's Creed. Please enjoy the first ever episode of Beyond the Pixels from The Escapist, available now on SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. Excited to get to talk to you because it's been what three years already since we did that documentary. I do. Time doesn't even exist yeah. for me. I just sit in this room and I just write away and output music. And sometimes people are like, you know, look at these pictures. And I'm like, that was a few weeks ago. People are like, that's five years ago, dude. And I'm like, I have no, <laughs> I have no concept. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's it's been it's been crazy. And uh, and now with. The- yeah, with, with Corona, it's even worse, right? Because now we don't even mm-hmm. leave our houses anymore. It's, it's just like ridiculous. Right. So, uh, all right. So, you know, it's been quite a while since you worked on Assassin's Creed. So I'm actually kind of curious about the story of how you got involved with the series again. I was actually, I was super excited to see your name on there, especially with uh, Sarah Schachner back on and uh, Evior 2. Or, uh, Enid, I forgot how to say his name. <laughs> yeah, Einar. Einar, Yes. Evior is the person in the game. So tell me tell me about that. How'd you get involved again? Well, um, Ubisoft, um, they reached out to me. Um, I was really curious about that time period. They were uh, talking to me about uh, mm-hmm. the Viking time period. So um, I, you know, I did some music and they really loved it. And so I, I got on board that way. Um, that was, uh, you know, it's not something I was like walking around thinking about every day. I wish I could do this or that. I, I just, uh, you know, but when they reached out, that time period, and and again, that game, Assassin's Creed, I'm, a, I just love that game. It's such right. a, it's such a great uh, game for, I think, a composer to work on because you go to all these different places, um, and and these different time periods where you really get to do a deep dive in like three hours or more of music. So it's very fun to work on. And it's uh, very different from what you worked on in the past with Assassin's Creed because the other games were set in, in like, you know, Rome and uh, I guess Southern Europe. So did you have to go do a lot of extra research for this one to kind of get in that soundscape? Yeah, I did a lot of research. I mean, obviously, being Danish, we're brought up with the 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 history of the Vikings from or, you know through school and 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 just a lot of the museums we have. So the the Viking, um, you know, culture is is definitely ingrained on you when you grow up. Um, so so that was again super cool to be able to to take that kind of a culture and, and, and bring it out to the masses. I think the Vikings are such an interesting, um, uh, you know, bunch of people. I mean, they were only around for 200 years, and, and yet they had this really um, 
this very pure way of living, you know, where they had mm. all their belief systems and uh, it's just such a, it's such a unique story to tell the story of the Vikings. So I'm guessing you were working on this, you know, for the past couple of years, right? Before COVID? Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a while now. I would say for the past year and a half, but I would say since September, it's been really intense. Mm-hmm. Did you guys, did you actually? So we were talking about research a little bit. Did you actually get to like go travel to these areas and and like immerse yourself? Because I know when we did our documentary with you, that's kind of what you talked about. I was like really immersing yourself in the soundscapes of these places, and that's how you get kind of get a feel for your music that you want to make to be inspired by. Yeah, I mean, I've been I've been all over Scandinavia, um, and, you know, Norway and, and, and Denmark and Sweden and Iceland. Um, I've been to all these places, so I, I do feel I have a quite good sense of um, what's there and how it looks and feels. Um, I didn't get to travel. I would have liked to travel, but once we got really going... Uh, the COVID situation pretty much locked everything down. There, there was just no opportunities anymore to, to really uh, basically leave the studio, you know? Right. How did that, how did that like change? Because that, you know, you said you've been working on that for a year and a half now, and then it really ramped up in September. So uh, when all that kind of hit, like what was, what was going on? Well, I had already made the decision to, um, you know, acquire all these ancient instruments that I wanted to learn how to play. So I had a, quite a few instruments built um, that I've been um, teaching myself how to play on this score. Um, so that was already something I had decided. And you could, you could argue that in a time like Corona, it is definitely... Um, you know, easier just to to say, let's play all the stuff and I'm going to play all the instruments myself because, (laughs) uh, you know, I can't even record anyone in here anyway anymore. And um, but I had actually already started doing that. But but, you know, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a weird thing. I, I think I'm thinking about the studio becoming like this all you know it's like this this machine of all solutions and and, right. and you're just trying not to depend on you're trying to depend on fewer people really uh so you know since you can't go anywhere and record um that's kind of how it's affected me i would say uh i was already like i said on that path so for me it wasn't really a big uh, you know, roadblock. Um, I just think I went on that path even stronger. You know. So you're actually you've been teaching yourself how to play all these ancient ancient instruments this whole time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a lot of fun, man. Like the toggle harbor or you know, the Rebec or uh, you know, or the uh, I have a toggle harbor cello, which is great fun to play. Um, uh, you know, the croth, which is like, I believe the national English instrument, that is a really fun instrument. Uh, just all these instruments, uh, metal drums, um, Mongolian cello. Uh, I got some really cool horns, like Viking horns and, um, huh. woodwinds I've played, flutes, bass flutes. It's just been, <laughs> it's been really fun, man.
So is that that's how you're recording all that music? Is you're, are you just playing each individual instrument for the the lines that you recorded and then mix, mix matching it all together? Yeah, exactly. So you you play like one thing at a time, you know, and you you and and often like if I'm not very good at an instrument, like the acoustic guitar, for example. Um, it's not something I would say I'm very good at. So I just kind of like put it on record, let it record there for like 20 minutes and I do the best I can. And then I hope there's like one take in there that's like pretty good, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I zoom in on that and then I start editing it and, and I start, you know, filtering it. Uh, I often run things through guitar pedals and stuff. I, I'm 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 not really a purist when it comes to sound. I like to take I like to come up with a cool sound, and then mess around with it as as much as possible. I find that I extremely interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, so you're is this the first? I think this is the first time that an Assassin's Creed soundtrack has used multiple composers at, at in one go of it. If I'm not mistaken. I think there's been a couple. I mean, on Revelations, there was, uh, it was Lauren Balf and me who was on that one. Oh, right, right. And I do believe that there's been a couple of more, like, uh, is it Unity, where um, there was, I think, three composers on it or something. Um, mm -hmm. So they've definitely gone there before. Um, this this one feels a little, I don't know, it if it... it it it's a lot of music uh, you know i've done about three hours of music for it and um you know i'm i'm sure sarah's done the same and it, it's just it's a lot of music for, for this for this game that's for sure right are you guys all working on like kind of like separate parts of the game then like you're you know doing like i'm assuming you're doing like the narrative aspects of it while sarah does gameplay and and you're does you know whatever orchestral scores are <laughs> no no that that that's uh i'll tell you how it works like sure. uh anr does the songs for the game mm -hmm. and um sarah and i we both did the uh the same types of cues so we would both work you know so i would have some areas in the game and she would have some areas you know i would work on like norway and england uh, and also when it comes to the gameplay cues, you know, tension, mm. su suspense, uh, you know, ambience or, uh, you know, I don't know, you're, you know, combat, boss music, all that stuff, which is very closely tied to the gameplay. We would both do those types of cues. Um, so we both got the same cues to do. Uh, so it was very interesting how... Um, we we all we all like split it down the middle between Sarah and I, mm -hmm. and then for the main theme, um, uh, you know, I started writing the main theme, and we had talked about collaborating on the main theme. That's that was always the intent. So um, so I wrote uh, you know the the, the first uh, version of the theme, and I sent it to Sarah, and she finished it, and that way it was a like a true collaboration, you know. How is it working with Sarah? Because like up until a few years ago, I hadn't seen her name much in the industry. And now she's working on pretty much all the biggest games I can think of: Call of Duty, Anthem, Assassin's Creed. Right. I mean, it's great work. It's been great working with Sarah. Again, we only really collaborated on that one um, main title, but that was definitely right. a lot of fun. And uh, it's 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 just so awesome to have all these, uh, you know, great 
composers on this game. I am a big fan of Ina's music as well, and has been. I've been listening to his band Wadruna for years. Yeah, I love. I love his music in Vikings. <laughs> as soon as, <laughs> yeah, as, soon as they cool. put you know all three names on this, I was like, oh man, this game's gonna have a great soundtrack. Right. <laughs> cool. But uh, all right. So you know, I'm just kind of curious, like how things have been for you during COVID. You know, outside of work, or how are you? How are you keeping sane? You know, it is interesting, isn't it? I mean, the the it 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 of course impacts everybody. So mm-hmm. it's it, you know, so so I have um uh you know my family is around much more. You know, my kids are uh, you know they're doing the virtual uh, <laughs> thing now. So it's like everybody's always kind of around. Um, that that's an interesting thing. I I kind of like that. Um, mm-hmm. You know, as as far as me, I've been so busy um, that it, you know, of course it 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 has a lot of impact on your uh, your, your your spiritual mood, uh, <laughs> you know, because it's just so uh, so crazy what we're dealing with. Uh, but right. it's something that I really have to try to just kind of put in the back of my head because I got I got so much music I need to write. Um, so I try, you know, when I'm in the studio, I really try not to think about it too much. Of course, it's impossible, but, but that is, uh, that is, that is my perspective. And then as, as soon as you leave, I'm like, you know, it, it, it overwhelms you. I'm sure like everyone, you know? Right. Yeah. It's been, it's been crazy. Cause you know, we ran the Kickstarter, we, we filmed the documentary with you and then we did a couple more, uh, you know, over the next two years and we were traveling, oh man, every you know, every three months or something like that. And then this hit, and this is like the longest I've had to sit in my office <laughs> since, yeah. since like graduating college. And it's like, how do you, I, I, and f- weirdly enough, it's felt like it's gone by very fast this year. Right. It started like literally the week before my birthday in March. And I've been, we've been in lockdown ever since. And it was like, all right, it's already almost the end of the year. And we're about to hit next gen consoles now. Yeah. Days, they just kind of flow, don't they? It's, it's, yeah. it's weird. I would, I get like a, I, I just I just you know write the ten twelve hours of music a day. Uh, that, that, that's not how much music I write, but that's the time I put into it, right? And you you right. get some song stuck in your head, and you don't know where it's from, and then you're already on to the next song, and you're like, wait, that song? That's something I wrote yesterday. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right. It's it's just like uh, it's crazy, you know, but. Um, I guess that's the nice thing about being a creative and all this, you know, just keeps your mind, you know, gives you kind of solitude and lets your mind just keep flowing to make things. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. You can say that. And, um, oh, I don't know. I, I'd bring out the VR and I'm just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta do something else, you know, cause this, this is too much, you know? Right. So are you much of a, you've been playing any games during the pandemic? Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite games, I'm sure everybody says the same thing, but Half-Life, oh my God. I mean, Half-Life Alex. Yeah. I mean, that, oh yeah. that, that is just like the best thing, isn't it? Um, oh yeah. That's uh, that's gonna be on some game of the year list. I'd be very surprised if it wasn't. Yeah, I I really think it's it's they didn't just do like the best of this or that. They kind of did the best of everything in that game. It's unbelievable. Yep. yep. The only the only bad part about Half Life Alex was as soon as I finished, it, I was like, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a while before we get another VR experience on this caliber. Yeah, for sure. But, uh, I don't know if you're keeping up with the gaming news, but that you know the new Medal of Honor game from Respawn might might be on that level. It looks good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to definitely play that one. Is that anything else you've been keeping up with? 
Um, you know, I do have some more projects. Uh, I don't think I can mention them just yet. I, ha I don't have a clearance so. yet, but, um, <laughs> I was going to save that for the last question. But I'm like, you know, I've, I've interviewed you before. You're, you're pretty tight lipped about stuff. <laughs> I have to be, man. You get in yep. so much trouble, but I mean, I've been spending just a ton of time, you know, researching for Assassin's Creed, um, just, just all, all about the Vikings and, 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 and stuff and, you know, trying to get into, the mindset and um, it, it's really interesting how they have their belief systems, even like their afterlife belief systems, all these things, you know, obviously I'm not a real Viking, so I can't put myself in their shoes. Mm -hmm. uh, but, um, you know, you, you can, you can totally be inspired by the, the kind of spirituality and karma that they, that they seem to have. Uh, that is something I'm longing for in a time like this. And uh, so it, it, it's, it's nice, you know, to, to see that um, and, and to kind of live, live that through your research and through your music, you know. Yeah, the, the way you're talking about it kind of reminds me of uh, when you talked about Darksiders 2 to us. Right, right. I mean, that was very much Darksiders 2, wasn't it? I mean, that whole game mm. is played in the afterlife. Um, uh, I mean, you know, obviously you have to be very aware of... of of, of what you're writing and um, the game like Assassin's Creed Valhalla doesn't take place in the afterlife, but there is, there's just, you know, I, I definitely worked on getting as much of the mythology into the music as, as possible. Uh, I, I think that we want it to sound as Viking as possible. And I would say the challenge has been not always to write what you expect when you hear the Viking music, which is this big bombastic, very kind of, um, you know, aggressive male dominated, like, you know, but, right. but having to, you know, that simply wouldn't work in the game either. You can't have that kind of music all the time. So the challenge is definitely to find what, if we go in the opposite direction of that and we write something that's more like ethereal, for example, what would that sound like in a, in a Viking setting? And, uh, the amount of, 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 you know, music in those genres out there are much more limited uh, when you go in that direction. So that has been a ton of fun trying to figure all, all that stuff out, how that, how that could sound and how that, you know, how, how we're going to make that work. Yeah, I think that was one of my, my biggest surprises when I was listening to the, this test track because, uh, you know, you have Einar's music from the Viking series, which is very much what you described as like a, a aggressive and, and male undertones to it. Yeah. And then listening to the, the sample tracks you guys released have, have been like what you said, ethereal and that was surprising to me. And then, you know, now that you're explaining it, you know, you can't just have aggressive tones for the entirety of the game because they're like just looking at the trailers there are serene moments of just exploration and all that and, and mystery and wonder yeah i mean i remember when i first started working on the music the first music i sent them they came back and they were like this is way too dark you know and <laughs> and it, that's when i was starting to uh realize that this is uh actually uh of course they're right you know but i was just trying to get familiar with the game and this just seemed like what was the obvious thing you know 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I hopefully people will will really in, enjoy the fact that that it, it is a living, breathing world. That it, it that it's not just about fighting all the time. You know, of course those elements are in there as well, but. Um, you know, there's there's very much music for all kinds of things. Like if you sit down and you play one of the mini games inside the game, uh, we're not going to fire off some really you know big Viking ish. Mm-hmm. You know, we ha- we have to be able to go to a totally different place. Yeah, that's that's gonna be interesting. Cause it's it's interesting how you can use kind of music to just change an overall perception of maybe what the Vikings were. In, in, a, in a way like you know the game's still focused on killing everything but <laughs> yeah i mean that's why i thought it was so important that i have all these real authentic instruments in there because if it starts from an authentic point of view and if it starts from a live performance then i can go back and filter it and it will still feel like it came from somewhere true you know it didn't come from a analog synthesizer from 1970 you know uh, right. Not to say that's not in there, but it's 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 just you you have to have a foundation of something really authentic, uh, and then you know then you can take it and 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 start pushing it in different directions. And because uh, of course the game is still played through the, uh, the animus, so it, it, there's a there's a great opportunity there to do some uh, you know something really different with the music where. It doesn't have to be 100% authentic all the time. I can't give the story away, but there's definitely certain moments where I'm like, you know, firing up some some really crazy stuff and uh, uh, mixing it up with with the Viking stuff to, to go to a whole new place, you know? had to think of them like have you had some like really cool experiences working on the game like maybe oh i don't know you know kind of like when you were working on the music just finding that moment like yeah this is this is it this is what i want to make well i mean i think one of my favorite moments was working with uh einer selvig again because i'm such a huge fan of his band wardruna um that was a, a ton of fun i just finished a track um where we collaborated and that that just that was was so much fun what was that what is he you know i've never, i guess i've never seen his band you know what's that experience like working with him um he's a, he's a great musician um he's got a, a an amazing deep voice um and the way we were working back and forth i would tell him what i'm looking for and 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 what he would send back to me would be you know exactly what we talked about it's just such a joy working with someone so professional you know mm mm-hmm. mhm uh, all right, so I'm curious then, uh, you know, what are you looking forward to the most from uh, players getting to experience your music for the first time in Assassin's Creed for the first time in, man, what has it been, 10 years? Uh, yeah, that's a good question. When I mean, I did the first one in... Assassin's Creed 2 and Revelations was 2010, I think? Yeah, I think Brotherhood, yeah. was, was, Brotherhood was 2010, I think, and then Revelations 2011. Oh, right, 2011. So, yeah, it's been like nine years or something like that. But, of course, I've been working on it for a year. Um, so maybe it's been eight years. But, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, people, have been, people have been asking you for to come back come back ever since. So Yeah, it's hard to, uh, it's hard to not notice those. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely happening out there. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I just really want... I'm excited about people experiencing the world and, and the amount of, of detail and atmosphere we've put into um, to the music. Uh, you know, the, the game has, like, 
so much um, love and care put into so many details. And I, the music from my perspective is that the music really hopefully helps you want to stay in this world longer and, and experience it, um, you know, to help you explore the world. That's one of my favorite things about Assassin's Creed is... Uh, is is all the, the the vast exploration that they give at your fingertips you can follow the story if you want that's fine but if you don't want you can out go outside the main story you can do side quests or you can just explore the world uh in, in as you see fit and, th and that is just um, yeah that's what i'm most excited about people just roaming it and taking in this this breathing world with this music that that hopefully um affects people when they play it in a good way have you been have you been playing the the new assassin's creed games i have not played it i have uh they would send me mostly uh they send me a lot of videos um, oh no i mean uh the previous ones like odyssey and origins have you kept up with the series oh uh actually i have not i have not played oh. those games yeah i <laughs> i you know i really now i'm thinking that's probably a good thing because i, I came into this with a with a with my Fresh own set of eyes. Yeah. yeah and not being influenced by anything and it's it's really interesting to see how the series have evolved since right. I worked on it last, and there's just there's so much in there now. Uh, it's so it's so everything has just been so expanded than uh, I remember working on. Um, so that that was super excited to to come in from a fresh perspective on that. That's mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a shock when you play it of just how big this game is because <laughs> Origins and Odyssey were were a bit almost too big, just ridiculous right. amount of content in there. Right. Yeah, that's that's what I'm I mean, I've seen these videos and 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 it looks big. It it really does. But I think it also gives you an opportunity to write some some different type of music that wouldn't necessarily have worked for uh a game like uh AC2 where where you are in a much um more it's just it's a, it's a it's a more city environment right and it's it's, it's everything is a bit closer here mm -hmm. you with these vast expanses of you i got to write some music that i totally wouldn't think would fit uh for the the the, the earlier games so so it's been really fun to be able to take it in new directions based on the the how the series has uh, you know have evolved i can take five minutes to evolve a track you know to right. get to the point <laughs> I, I don't know if I would take five minutes to get to the point if it was a lot, you know, if it was a, if it was a more confined world, you know, you want right. to get So, uh, uh, you know, choices like that really affects the music. Yeah, it's always it's always interesting to see how developers uh, or, or music composers like have to change their approach from something that's more linear to open world. Because I know when we did our we kind of did like a little mini doc on the soundtrack of Kingdom Come Deliverance and they built this whole like procedurally generated system that would change the music depending on where you were in the world and what you were doing and how fast you were moving and certain events that were happening. Right. Uh, and it would just like, they basically would just create uh, sheets of music and then, and then it would just compile to make music on its own, which was one of the most interesting things I think I've ever seen. Right. I mean, we did something a bit similar for Borderlands 3. That was mm. the most uh, tricky music system that I have ever worked with. Um, it, it was out of this world. But every time you played the game, it would sound a little different. Uh, yeah. So I, I think it's totally worth it, especially for a game like Borderlands. It, it, it makes a lot of sense, you know. Right. So what have you, I guess, what have you really taken away from working on Valhalla that maybe you didn't get from other projects so far? 
Well, I would say um, one of the biggest takes away has been um, coming up with a, with a whole new music style that I haven't uh, explored before. I've never mm. written uh, anything like this before. And, um, you know, playing all my own instruments have been such an eye-opener for me. Um, it's, uh, you know, it's a bit daunting when you sit there and, and you're, you're like hitting a drum or <laughs> you're, you're, you're playing a, a string instrument and you're like, okay let's go and and you're trying not to use all these um sample libraries that'll get you going right away you know but so instead you, so you didn't use orchestra for any of this no no really? and uh i didn't use sample libraries barely uh, if any i mean that might be a, a sound here or there i i uh, but no it was it was all performed live you know uh, so that that <laughs> was really uh an eye-opener for me and and how to learn how to uh, process these instruments and um, uh, just get really deep into it, you know, mm -hmm. it's been doing fun. it doing it that way. Is that going to open you up to like taking on more projects now that you know you can do you know kind of everything on your own? Well, I think uh, there's I think there's no way I can forget all I've learned on this project, and and that's what I I mean I think that's what most composers do. You we 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 hopefully learn something on a project, and then you bring mm -hmm. it on to your next one, and then you learn something there, and you keep bringing it on and on as you keep improving yourself. And so that that's very much what I think uh, happened here. Um, absolutely, I want to explore these instruments uh, and find new ways to bring them on. Uh, you know, new projects that I'm working on for sure. You said they're all authentic, so did you have to go out of your way to find those in Europe? Well, most of them are custom built. That's the, if you want a good instrument, uh, they really don't. Uh, most of these instruments really don't exist. Um, so uh, quite a few of them I had built. Um, so, but then you get an instrument. It takes like you know three months or something, and then you get an instrument that's like ready to play. So of course, some of them I had to buy, you know, on Reverb or uh, or eBay or something. And then mm -hmm. when you get that instrument, sometimes it works. Sometimes it's like you get a real like dud or something, and you're like, God damn, how am I, you know? And it's like it's supposed to sound like this. Is it really, you know? Because nobody knows much about these instruments. Like I bought a Rebeck from Ukraine, and it just arrived, and I was like, this is impossible to play uh yet it it, <laughs> it ended up in quite a few tracks um so yeah you, you just never know but i'm always a big fan of, of 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 you know i always think it's better uh you know because then you to get a, a, a well-made instrument because you know sometimes you can lose int int interest in an instrument because you think that's how crappy it's supposed to sound let's say you know mm. um it's it's like if you want to learn to play the violin, you can get a violin from China, which is fine as for a beginner. But I'm also thinking that beginner violin is probably not going to want to make this person play this violin for long because it just doesn't sound that interesting. You know, you right. can get a little bit of a better violin and maybe you get hooked and, and off you go. You know, you, you start playing it all the time. So it's been kind of cool watching the uh, the games industry lately. And, and maybe I've just haven't noticed it before, but it seems like they've been. Uh, at least AAA games, you know, indie games do a lot of different things, but like AAA space has been doing a lot more music outside of like uh, LA and stuff and doing, you know, bringing in people from other countries because I know uh, Fallen Order 
or Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order had a uh, a song made from the Who, which is a Mongolian throat singing band. Hmm. And if you watch their watch their uh, their videos, they use some weird ass instruments I've never seen. Right. Cool. Uh, and then uh, Hellblade Senua's sac- or Hellblade Two is using another like really weird band that plays i think scandinavian music like ancient ancient scandinavian music and they dress up in the in the uh attire that they wore and yeah that's that's the band <laughs> Heilung. that's the band Heilung. yeah i like uh, yes, the, i yeah. like their music too yeah i've been i've been watching some of those videos and i'm like i have no idea what i'm watching but it would be super cool to see this stuff in person <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's really that's really hard i mean we had We've had quite a few, um, you know, concerts, you know, and it's all, of course, everything is closed, you know, both of the uh, Assassin's Creed, um, you know, concert series. And um, it's, it's, it's been, yeah, I, I, I'm ready, you know, <laughs> let's get back out there, but I'm not ready to die for it either, you know. <laughs> right. That's been, that's been interesting because, like, even publishers now are like, oh, if you want to remo- review movies, you have to go to the theaters to go watch them. It's like, uh, no, yeah. not happening yeah it's just, you, uh, just you, know. you you just right before the pandemic weren't you doing a live concert for one of your one of your franchises yeah we had i think we had like three or four concerts coming up and um you know uh, i've also of course been um supporting the assassin's creed um world tour um right that's what it was didn't yeah they do a, didn't they just do a hitman world tour too we did one in uh poland um mm. and that that was yeah you're right that was right before because the the, the new uh this year's version um had to be more of a virtual version mm-hmm. um and so that was really that was an, an entire concert dedicated to my music um that the first part was uh all from Assassin's Creed 2 and mm-hmm. uh the second part uh i do believe the first part was all from hitman and the second part was all from assassin's creed 2 so it was like a two two 45 minute uh suites um which, which was awesome i i was i was there uh it, it was like such a great experience and they really really did a wonderful job mm-hmm. yeah so how are you going to perform assassin's creed the hell alive that's a really good question i don't know man Uh, it's gonna be tricky (laughs) just switch from one instrument to the next (laughs) that'd be that'd be kind of that'd be fun to watch it wouldn't sound great be fun to watch right right (laughs) all right well i think that's all i have for you today i don't know if there's anything else you wanted to talk about assassin's creed valhalla it, yeah, it's 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 good, man. We I, I'm I'm glad we got to talk. Uh, really cool to be able to 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 talk about this experience I've had here with with Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, it's a, I, I'm very excited that you're back and just joining uh, Sarah and Anyar. It's just it's a dream come true soundtrack for that game. Yeah, that's awesome. I I I, I kind of feel the same way, man. I mean, being being uh, here with with Sarah and Anyar is is just amazing. It's it's mm-hmm. awesome. How the I guess we kind of brought it up for a second, but how the fan reaction has been to you returning? Have you seen all of it? Yeah, it's been overwhelming, man. And uh, you know, it's it's just so it's so positive. It's 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 so great. I'm not sure if if, if uh, people are aware, but it really um, it it really does affect you. Uh, it's been really really positive. Um, mm. So and 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 for this game, it's been it's been a bit of a 
you know, different way of working because I remember, you know, we were releasing EPs and I was still working on the score and you're, you're finding yourself in a situation like that is very unusual. What usually happens is that the music is, is, is finished uh, and then maybe the composer is announced or maybe it was announced a bit before. Uh, but I, I can't remember a time where music was being released and we were still writing the score. You know? it's, yeah, it's, I don't, I don't recall ever seeing Assassin's Creed theme being released before the game was out. Yeah, I mean, so you so. have you have this super positive fan reaction that you're seeing, and you're like, oh, I better, I better make some good music now. <laughs> yeah, pressure's on. <laughs> yeah, it does add a little bit of pressure for sure. I think that's it's probably gonna blow their mind when they find you're you're doing all your music by yourself because. Uh, you, you can't tell when you're listening. Well, that's good, man. Thank, thank you for saying that. That really is what I was hoping. Uh, you know, and, and, and again, I, I, I have a Viking mindset when writing this music. So um, it was never really my intent to go and work with like, a, like let's say, like a world-class cellist or something. I was right. like, I'm going to just play this stuff myself, you know, and do the Viking thing to, to that instrument, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Can barely brush my teeth and look in the mirror at the same time so i'm <laughs> just thinking about how you're doing all this is just actually stressing me out <laughs> <laughs> well it's been it's been fun so i i really learned a lot so uh yeah i i feel very blessed yeah that's a sounds like a great project to have during a you know not so great time in the world right uh, all right cool well i really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me for the first episode of beyond the pixels and uh hope you stay safe and well during the rest of this pandemic and i'm looking forward to hearing the rest of this soundtrack all right man be well thanks you too thank you